Truth, Love, Justice with John Carpenter. It's a journey to justice. And the beginning of that journey is first the truth, finding the truth, and understanding the truth. But to get to justice, you have to see that truth through the lens of love. Court is not a place for acting. Court is a place for truth. Court not a place for exaggerating. Court is the place for the truth. Court is also not the place for understating. Just go to the court with the truth. That's how you communicate to judges. That's how you communicate to juries um, how to view and how to decide. Press conferences are a little bit like parties. And the worst thing you ever want to happen is throw a party and no one shows up. You can kind of tell if they're going to take it by who shows up. And today we only had one guy and there are no vans in the parking lot. That means that your, your story is failing. We turned the press release into a one-on-one -on -one interview with the one reporter that did show up without a van. And he told me that everybody was at this other press release about the CHP instead of Danielle Morin's case about Baby Deacon. The reporter got, just how important this is, that the reporter called one of the guys up in the newsroom and said, hey, this is a story. Hey, this is important. This needs to be told. People need to know. Jeff Pat, in this day and age where we see so many brick and mortar stores going away, we purchase so many things online, we often don't know where they were made or who made them. Here's an example of one of those items that potentially has heartbreaking results. On December 10th, 2016, Deacon Morin was found dead at a child care center in Fontana. He was strangled to death after a necklace he was wearing tightened around his neck and didn't release. The necklace was given to his mother as a gift by a close friend. It was bought on the website Etsy.com. Deacon Morin was 18 months old and he was given by his mom's best friend a teething necklace, a Baltic amber teething necklace. And it was purchased by her friend on Etsy.com. Etsy brought it into California. And Baby Deacon loved this product. He wore it every day. One day then when he went to the daycare center, he was killed, he was strangled. The internet companies of the world are taking away all the consumer protections that people have uh, with these user agreements. When people go and go shop online, you see the user agreement, everyone clicks it, no one reads it. You click it twice, you don't read it. You click it a hundred times, you don't read it. These user agreements have waivers of jury trials. They have waivers of going to court. They have waivers of basic product safety laws. And so with Deacon's case, this is an example of, of how it can be deadly. Literally, Deacon Moran lost his life because of a dangerous product that was given to Deacon's mom that was purchased on the internet. A few months earlier, Deacon's mom, Danielle, had a baby shower. 
and she invited her friends. And her best friend purchased on January 16, 2015, an Amber Teething necklace off of Etsy website. And she gave this necklace to her best friend. Almost immediately after Deacon was born, Danielle put that necklace on her son with love. This teething necklace became Deacon's trademark. In almost all the pictures that you have of him during the first few years of his life, he's wearing this teething necklace. It's a beautiful boy. Like most moms, Deacon's mom had to work. She had the support of her mother, grandmother, but when Danielle had to go to work, she had to trust the daycare. One day in the fall of 2016, Danielle dropped baby Deacon off at the daycare center like she did almost every other day. Except for on this day, daycare center didn't really watch Deacon very well. And when Danielle came back to pick up her son, she learned that her son had been strangled. There are laws, federal laws, strong federal laws protecting the internet. They were enacted in 1995 when the internet was just a baby, when it was small, when it was fragile. Those laws are still in effect. The large, now behemoth, adult internet companies are using these laws that were enacted to protect them, but they no longer need this protection. And they're using these laws to avoid responsibility for the way they hurt people. And in this case, the way they killed a, a baby. What lots of people don't realize is Etsy is a seven billion, with a B, billion dollar company. They market themselves as this kind of homey, homemade products company, but they're a seven billion dollar company. It takes a commission on the sale of every single thing they sell. They're partners with every person who sells stuff on their website. This fight is against a $7 billion company that is everywhere. They are everywhere across the globe, but they pretend to be nowhere. They're like fighting a ghost, this giant behemoth billionaire ghost. When I first got this case and I met Danielle, um, she was Grieving mother, who just lost her baby. Oh my God, Deacon was um, my son. This is so hard. Wait, can we start over? Sure. sure. Deacon was my pride and joy. He was the cutest kid. He loved me so much. I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. Um, he loved his Grammy. He loved to play soccer. Um, and he was so funny and he was so cute. He danced around the house all the time. And losing Deacon was the worst thing that ever happened to me. I'll never get over it. And um, I miss him dearly. No parent should have to grieve a child. No parent should have to bury their child. I knew I had to do something. I knew that the case would be tough. I knew that there was this law, the federal law, that would be protecting the internet. One of the reasons why I went to law school was to make the world a better place. And this was an opportunity to make 
California a safer place for children and for babies. And I felt like I had to take that opportunity. I think about the baby shower before Deacon was born. Everyone's around, everyone's happy, and Danielle's best friend went to the trouble of buying this teething necklace for Danielle's unborn baby. And the happiness and the joy and the, the, the visions and the planning of seeing Deacon wearing this, this necklace and the, the pride that you have when you see your friend's baby wearing the gift that you bought for him. And I just can't get out of my mind how she must feel being the person who gave the product to her best friend that ended up killing her baby. As Danielle is telling me the story of how she got this teething necklace from her best friend, I was like, my God, that could be me. I could just see myself going to the store, buying something on the internet, finding that one special thing. And later on, the, the happiness that I'd have and the pride that I'd actually see my friend's baby wearing this product that I got and I selected. And, and then finding out that the gift that I gave to my best friend ended up killing her baby. So one of the things that I talk to jurors about, I talk to judges about, I talk to my friends and family about is just how civil justice, how money justice actually helps people. Money will never bring Deacon back to life. Everyone knows that. But what civil justice and money justice can do is help Danielle, help Danielle's best friend talk about what happened to them and know that what happened to them was not their fault. A jury is a group of people that really never exists anywhere else in the world. You get 12 people from across the county you have lawyers, you have doctors, you have people from all walks of life, rich and poor. Even President Obama sits for jury trial. This cross-section of the community sitting around deciding what happened and what was wrong with it. Having the community make that declaration helps to heal the hearts of the victims. And one of the things that I hope civil justice in this case will help to heal is the great friendship between Danielle and her friend who gave her the necklace. I know that this has to be the gorilla in the room when they're together, and I hope that having a jury state this is the fault of Etsy for putting a dangerous product on the market will help clear the air and heal their friendship. So this is a real case, Warren versus Etsy. It's ongoing and we won the first fight. It's not an easy battle. I took on the internet. They put up their best fight. They tried to use their user agreement against us. They tried to use this 1995 law against us. The judge shut them down, and we lived to fight another day. I hope to bring you more podcasts regarding this case, about how the case progresses, our successes, our failures, ultimately, how I'm going to bring justice to Deacon Warren and his mother. There are a lot of TV shows about the law, but none of them are real. Through this podcast, you will hear the truth 
through the lens of love and you will see justice. Truth, love, justice. My name is John Carpenter.